everybody. Welcome to the Soulful Eclectic. I am your host, Diana Collins, and I want to welcome you to today's episode. If this is the first time you're taking the time out to visit, welcome. Thank you so much for taking the time to spend with me. I appreciate you so much. And if this is your second, third time, whatever, if you're returning, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Thank you so much for taking the time out to spend with me. I so appreciate you. I appreciate your time, and I just want to give a heartfelt thanks. Um, I also want to thank my sponsors, which is, honestly, they're all me, except for one, maybe two, um, two of them. So for Divine Nubian Essentials, if you have not tried our hair care line and our skin care line, I'm going to tell you, you are missing out. For any of you who follow me and see me um, on the screen, on pictures, on talk shows, whatever, um, you see me um, and you see my skin, you see my face. A lot of it, I really am wearing little to no makeup and that is my skin. And my skin is that way because of the product that I use, the product that I created. And it's all natural, vegan. Um, you can use it on you, your husband, your babies. I made it so that the whole family can use it. And I'm going to say it's been doing amazing for my skin. It's definitely been doing amazing for my hair. For someone who was scared to put locks in their hair, I've had my locks for April will make four years. Uh, 2019, I put them in. And so April, yeah, April 2019. So April 2023, it'll be four years. So, um, so yeah, so give it a shot. Um, I love it. My husband loves it, loves it, my family loves it, and you know, I have a slew of individuals who sent messages and reviews you can read online, and they love it as well. So please, if you haven't, try Divine Nubian Essentials. Please do. It's DivineNubianEssentials.com. And then I have Collins Education Resource Management, which is a healthcare tutoring service. We also offer workshops and uh, healthcare community education uh, so we go out to churches and uh, community events, and we talk about healthcare uh, awareness and advocacy that affect the Black and Brown community, specifically, but um, and also the LGBTQ and trans community. So those are the big things we talk about, and I also tutor on health and wellness education um, professions. So if you're going for CNA to your NP, I can tutor you in some sort of manner to help you be successful in your healthcare goals. And then I have my beautiful friend, Victoria Thompson, who has Unapologetically Beast. And it just is that she's unapologetic for who she is, what she does. She's authentic in everything that she does. And I, I love her for it. And also she has Still We Rise, which is a veteran supported, women's veteran supported uh, organization, nonprofit that helps women uh, who are veterans who have been incarcerated re-enter um, civilian life. And then I have my dear friend Sabrina Cowan who has Kingdom Restoration, which also helps women and men who have been victims of domestic violence. So her organization is built to help get you back on your feet. All right, so those are my sponsors at the moment. And so if you have not uh, checked them out, please, please do. They, their information is in the bio 
or the information, the bio, the, the notes, <laughs> I can't even think the notes um, of the show. So today's show is basically cooking with or baking with the Soulful Eclectic because right now I am baking. I just baked uh, banana nut muffins for my husband and banana nut bread because I walked past the counter and saw the bananas were quite ripe. So I was like, you know what? I'm not going to throw them out. I'm going to make banana bread. So like you make lemons out of lemonade out of lemons. I made banana nut bread out of bananas, some old bananas. Um, so it smells delicious. And I'm going to show you pictures um, on the promo so you, you guys can see those, but they are delicious. So now I'm going to make me some carrot uh, muffins because I am not a carrot, uh, banana nut eater. Uh, I, I'm not a fan of, I eat bananas periodically, but I don't like banana breads and, and things like that. So I'm going to make me some carrot cookies, um, carrot muffins, not cookies. I said carrot cookies because I was watching, um, <laughs> I was watching the Abbott, uh, Abbott school, uh, Abbott elementary and, uh, the gentleman on there, he made carrot cookies. I was like, oh, that sounds good, but I'm not going to make carrot cookies. I'm going to make carrot bread, um, carrot muffins, carrot cake muffins. I can't even talk, but anyway, so one of the things that happens, my husband and I were having a great conversation this morning before he went out to work. And what, what happens is when I start baking and cooking, it gets, it's that reflective time for me. So, um, you know, I said, you know what, let me get on and let me share while I'm sitting here baking this uh, bread, these breads and things like that. So please excuse me because I do have to shred some carrots. Um, I thought... I have some carrot shred, but apparently I do not. So I will be shredding carrots while we're having this conversation. So, but anyways, I digress as usual. But we were talking this morning about, you know, where we want to be, where, where we see our lives in the coming years as we are, I don't like to say we are aging, but we are growing. <laughs> we are growing which yes, it does mean we are getting older, aging on some levels. But um, anyways, in, in that, right? So we are thinking about our life. Now, since we've been married, we've moved several times uh, for jobs and just trying to figure out where we want our forever homes to home to be, right? So we have moved quite a few times ever since we've been married and been married for it'll be six years, seven years. Um, it'll be seven years this summer we've been married. So, and we've moved, I want to say about four times since we've been married. It's probably been five, but, uh, let's just say four for now. Um, but anyways, but we were standing here really thinking about where our lives are going because, um, I don't know about many others, but a lot of us were not raised with a lot of financial insight, especially those of us who are black and brown. We were not raised with a lot of financial savvy. There are some of us that were, and you know, God bless you and your family for preparing you for that. But I'm going to speak for myself. I know I really wasn't. Um, so therefore... I was always in that circle of if I want something, 
I needed to work for it, which we all know that, right? You want something, you got to work for it because nobody's going to give it to you. That's was lesson number one that my mom instilled in, in us growing up. You know, no one's going to hand you anything. And if they do, they want something in return. So it's never free. So therefore, you if you want something to save yourself, you need to work for it for yourself. No matter how long it takes, at least you know you work for it and it's yours. So um, I was saying, thinking as I was baking, like, wow, um, that really has gotten me far. Now, um, I had just finished just now um, before getting on, I was watching uh, Instagram. I was scrolling through Instagram like we all do, right? We all do that Instagram stroll, right? So I was strolling through Instagram and I came across Shawnee's and Flex. And I'm honestly, I know they probably will never hear my show, but I want to give a shout out to Shawnee's and Flex because they shared a very intimate part of their lives that I don't think anyone has ever thought about or you know, conceived because of their their status in life, right? They're uh, supposed to be uh, entertained. They're not supposed to be. I apologize. They are entertainers who supposed to be at this level of higher finance um, stability. That's what I wanted to say. Higher finance stability is where everyone assumes that they are because of who they are. They are Shawnee's and Flex. Shawnee's had an album back, you know, major album. She's a very beautiful vocalist and Flex is an actor. So, um, you know, being an artist, I get it. Your your finances fluctuate because, you know, is whether you got a gig or not. That's how it goes. So sometimes you're on your all-time high and then you have a low. So they were talking about their lowest of lows when they lost their home. They were in between gigs. Shawnee said she was going to a gig and, you know, sheriff come knocking at the door talking about you need, you got five minutes to get out. And when she said that, my heart sank because that's something similar that happened to me. Maybe I, I wasn't there when my, when the sheriff came to the house and this is me being completely authentic and transparent with all of you. Um, and the fact that, you know, we all have things that we've gone through to, before we got to where we are or while getting to where we are. We are. But anyway, um, I, it, it reminded me of that moment where my house was foreclosed on. And I, what it was, I was in transition. I believed in the person that I was supposed to be engaged to at the time that we were supposed to be working together to help maintain my the home because the home was mine. I, I, you know, honestly, nothing's yours until you fully pay for it. So I can't even say it was mine, but it was something that I managed to mortgage for myself and my children. And I actually really liked my home. And so I attempted to save it by having someone rent it. And hopefully the lawyer that I was working with would work with me and, you know, cause he said he would help me get my, get my mortgage back to where it was. So it was manageable for me. Um, but none of that happened. The individuals that were renting from me, honestly, they felt that I was taking advantage of them. And honestly, I wasn't, I was honestly just trying to help all parties involved, which unfortunately it did not work out that way. Um, 
And so, you know, I was not trying to be malicious. And, and I know there are people out there that are trying to be malicious, but my heart sank when um, they decided they were going to move out. Uh, so anyway, the house got foreclosed on and I, I, I lost my home. Uh, I was moved out and relocating to a different state because, again, I thought I was going to marry this other person and this person just totally screwed me over in a, in a nutshell, right? They, they treated me very badly, was cheating on me, um, you know, all these things. But anyways, I say that to say when Shawnee and Flex brought that up, it was like, wow, you know, you know, you can lose everything in the blink of an eye. And it wasn't because I wasn't working or anything like that. I was ending an old relationship, building a new relationship, trying to keep my kids st stable. My daughter, my oldest daughter was going to college, starting college that year. And my youngest daughter was in her junior year, starting her junior year. We were moving to a new state. So it was like a snowball of events that took place. And so when, when they mention that and I'm standing here, you know, in the kitchen baking and reflecting, it was like, damn, I remember that. I remember that feeling. I recall those feelings in trying to figure out what my next step was and feeling lost and alone. Now, they were very blessed to have many people on their side to help them navigate you know, put them up in the hotel, all these things. And, and that and that's in itself is a blessing. Now, not everyone has that circle of friends or places now. Um, and I'm not saying that I couldn't have gone home to my mama because I probably could have. Um, she probably would have opened the door and would have been fine. But I would not... I couldn't bring myself to do that because in my eyes, I felt like I got myself into this. I need to figure out how to get myself out of it, which I could say was either right or wrong. I have no idea. But anyways, there there's these life struggles that people go through that nobody realizes. I don't or I don't even know if anyone just don't care to ask or. I don't, I have no idea, but these, these, these are these life struggles that people deal with on a day-to-day -day basis. And I thought I'd share because like I said, I was sitting here, as you can hear, I am shredding carrots, but, um, I'm sitting here, you know, baking and trying to figure out our next step as a married couple. And I'm like, I've been through a lot of shit. I'm tired. Um, and I feel like I, I just felt overwhelmed this morning and now, um, cause it's still morning. I have to say, uh, cause I, I do a lot of things in the morning. So a lot of my taping is done in the morning. So, um, but yeah, so I, I felt a bit overwhelmed because I felt like the things that I feel comfortable with and wanting in life is not meeting the same as what my spouse wants and sees our life. We both like the minimalist life to an extent for me. I'm gonna, and in all this, I'm speaking for me. 
because I like things. I like my house to look a certain way and it's not for the appearance of others. It's for me. It's honestly all for me because that's what I want to see myself walking into when I come home. That's what brings me peace when I come home that I have you know, my dog where she needs to be and my house is clean and my, um, my refrigerator has what I want in there sometimes because depends on whether or not I go to a grocery store, right? Um, but it's just, there's a certain aesthetic that we all see ourselves having in our spaces of peace. That's what I wanted to say. And my aesthetic of peace is very different from my husband's aesthetic of peace. My husband was a bachelor for many years before we got married. I am his longest standing relationship. So this is all new for him as well. Um, me, even though this is my first marriage, I have been in a long-term relationship for many years prior to marrying my husband. I am a few years older than him. so. I have a different caliber of where I want to be than he does. He's very happy um, making it, making ends meet, just making sure the, the today's bills or the, the month's bills are paid and, you know, all the extra stuff is whatever. And I'm the complete opposite. I like, I honestly, I'm, I'm just going to be transparent. I like things. When I want to buy stuff, I want my money to be there so that I can go get it or I want to have the means to make the money so I can get what I want. And I was sitting here and I was actually in tears because I felt like I was being selfish. Like I was not really taking into consideration the needs of my spouse. And, and I'm like, that's not completely it because like, the last episode, we were talking about boundaries. That's still talking about my boundaries and what I'm willing to accept and what I don't want to accept. So I, I had to re, regroup with myself on that aspect because I was really starting to really, really put myself down for wanting nice things or just wanting things in general. Um, and it's not even like I want a lot of things. I'm not saying I'm out here buying Christian Louboutin shoes or, you know, buying the next Vince Camuto, whatever. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is there sometimes I see things that I like and I just want to be able to buy it. Where it where I, where whether it's something that I saw in Costco or BJ's or if it's something that I saw at Walmart and I'm like, damn, I want that. It doesn't matter from where I saw it. It could be a pair of Christian Louboutins if if that's the case. If it, it goes from Walmart budget to Louboutin budget, either way, I want to be able to say my Walmart budget, I want to be able to say I can go in my bank account and get it. My Walmart Costco budget, I should be able to go and get it. My Louboutins, I should be able to work to get what I, those Louboutins that I'm looking at. That's what I'm saying. And not feel like I'm being judged be, uh, for being shallow or materialistic because I'm neither of those. It's just, I like nice things. And my house doesn't have to be furnished with everything, the latest and greatest, but it does have to have an, a, an aesthetic appeal to make me comfortable. And I think what really brought me to tears is the fact that I lived in 
uncomfortable for so long. Sorry, I'm trying not to cry here. I've lived in uncomfortable for so long that I feel like I deserve to get what I want when I want. Even if it takes me a couple of years to save up to get it, I think I earned that right. And I think me saying that and me thinking that I came to t- I'm coming to tears because it makes me feel guilty. Because like I said, we're at different points in our lives. You know, he hasn't gotten to that point. He I- I've been working I mean, I've been in the military right out of high school and you know, from, you know, you know, you're working through that. And then after, after I got out of the military, I had my kids. So my kids, I had them at 20. So I've been working ever since I was 18, 15 years old, 15, because, um, yeah, at 15, cause my mom stopped buying me clothes for, for school. She's like, you want those clothes? Go buy them yourself. So I got a job. My grandma got me a job at the NAACP. That was my first job. Thank you, Dr. Rock, uh, Miss Roxborough, um, for, uh, giving me that opportunity. If you guys don't know who, uh, Mildred Roxborough is, um, you should really look in your black history. The woman is freaking phenomenal. I've worked with her. I've worked with Dr. Hazel Dukes. Um, Mama Dukes is like, she is family. She is family. So, you know, it's just that opportunity afforded me that ability. So like I said, I've been working since 15 and it's like, I don't know any other way. Whereas my husband, not that he hasn't been working, but he's, his only responsibility has been him. So he is, uh, he's always had the money, the money from the military cause he medically retired, but he, you know, I don't know. It's just one of those things that, you know, I don't think he sees or understands my perspective of it. And I feel like, um, I don't know how to explain it kind of deal, but anyways, so that was our conversation this morning. And I, and that's why I was like, it brought me to, to, to tears a little bit. And I was like, you know what? I, I'll just share this with you guys. Cause the whole point of the podcast is to share real life and events and to be completely authentic and transparent in in life and maybe something resonates with so, something I said res- will resonate with someone who listens and maybe can help them but I say that to say that um we ended the conversation ha- saying that we will talk about it this weekend this weekend we both have a clear schedule um prayerfully None of our work this week carries over to the weekend. The past couple of weeks, it has been, um, which is the other problem because neither one of us want to work full time the way we have been because it takes away from that creative piece of our lives that we all want to do. And I think that's that was the crux of why we started this conversation, that conversation and this conversation is to really sit down and think about where we want our lives to be and what is the financial need for us to maintain that life that we both see us living. Um, and as I said, my, my version of living is different than my husband's version. Like you can think of a nice house in probably the suburbs or even a log cabin in the woods for me. And my husband is happy with the earthship home. So that if that, or, or he joked about living on a commune and, you know, doing that. And I'm like, no, 
<laughs> and he was like, I'm just kidding. And I was like, no, that's not anywhere near I want to go. But that's, you know, just to give you kind of an idea of the spectrum of where both of our thinkings are, are heading or are going right now. And now the goal is to find a way to meet in the middle, finding a way to meet in the middle. And that's a challenge because it requires being real with yourself and being open and honest with what you're what you want and where you see your life at that moment because we are evolving humans and things change. And then also listening and seeing where that other person, your spouse or your significant other wants to see their lives or sees their lives and what it would take to maintain that and then finding a compromise in the middle. So, yeah. And adding to that, we both have aging parents, sick parents that we want to take care of. So add to that, finding a place in the middle that gets us to both in both of our parents at any given time without damaging our household budget. Yeah. So this life stuff, man, it's some real shit. And right now, navigating it is no joke. No joke at all. And I just, I, I, that, that whole sharing moment that Shawnice and, and Flex had was like powerful because it just brought back a whole flood of emotions of where I don't want to go back to. I don't want anyone to ever stick papers in my door telling me that my house is going to be taken from me. I don't want, I don't want that fear to even think that I'm going to walk home uh, and pull in my driveway and there's going to be a padlock on my door or be sleeping in my home thinking I'm good for the day and somebody pounding on my door because we all know that 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 pound we all fear it because I, I don't know do they teach cops to pound on doors like that I swear I, you see it on TV I've been on movie sets and you you hear them pounding on doors like that it's like it must be a learned thing. Like they have a door in the academy and they say, go knock on that door. <laughs> anyway, I digress. But yeah, so I, let's, let's, let's leave that there, right? I, I challenge you to, if you so accept, to sit down with yourself first and think about where you want to see your life in five, 10 years for you what it looks like in your mind and challenge your spouse or significant other to do the same. And then after you both have those visions written down, come together and talk about them open and honestly and, and see if you're meeting together or if you're so far apart, how can you bridge that gap and meet somewhere in the middle? Because that's what we're going to do this weekend. And so I'll let you know how that, ha what happens after that. Um, and, you know, and just be honest with your feelings. And, and I'm saying that not just for you, but for me too, to be honest with my feelings, because I've spent so much of my life being and giving everybody else what they wanted in a relationship that now I'm starting to learn the things that I want and learn to communicate that properly and honestly, and so, you know, I say it not only to you guys, but also for me to remind myself that 
I need to be honest with how I feel and what I see my life at um, as and where. I mean, and, and honestly, I, I, I left it with my husband. I was like, I can have my house as long as it's a house that I want and I feel comfortable in. And me saying that even now out loud, it sounds selfish, but a house that I can envision myself in comfortably where I can walk in and, and breathe a sigh of fresh air because I'm home without having to worry about someone taking that and pulling the rug from up under me. That is my constant fear um, in life, honestly, is that it's not mine and at any given time someone can take it away from me. And I don't like that. I don't like it. It's happened and I don't like it. So therefore, I think that's where my my cautiousness and my, my trepidation to enter anything is uh, really you know, sitting right now. But yeah, so I, I challenge you to, to sit with your spouse, have that conversation and, you know, be honest, be honest with you, be honest with the situation and, and see, see where, where it comes out. I mean, you're not going to execute it today, but in five, six years, let's, let's talk about this. Where, where, where do you, where do we see this? You know, what do you want versus what do I want? And then how do we put it into what do we want together? Yeah. So thank you guys again for listening to me as I ramble on while I'm making these carrot um, muffins and banana nut muffins and bread. So thank you for spending the time baking with the Soul Cool Eclectic, eclectic today. Um, I wish I could have done it as a video, but yeah, today is not that kind of video kind of day. Um, but anyways, thank you. Thank you for spending the time. Thank you for listening. And please do share um, your comments and your experience as you accept my challenge and sit with yourself on what you want and what your spouse and significant other want, and then what you want together. So with that, I want to thank you again. Thank my sponsors, Divine Nubian Essentials, Collins Education Resource Management, Unapologetically Beast, and Kingdom Restoration. Thank you guys so much. I totally appreciate you all. Thank you for Nikki to Nikki Lovelocks for her beautiful rendition of my um, intro and outro music and i look forward to talking to you all again so until we meet again please take care of yourself and each other namaste